Welcome back, Joel Pearl. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Welcome to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring. It was a good week of wrestling. For some reason, the only thing I could muster was a reference to Shotzi shouting at Sasha. In ultimately boring. I don't I'm tired, Joel. <laughs> so it's funny because uh, earlier in the day, just talking about the, the Shotzi thing, uh, I was having a conversation about overbooked and it was brought to my attention that Shotzi did one of those chiropractor adjustment uh, YouTube videos. You know how those have been like super popular. There's a one guy, Bo Hightower, who does like all these celebrity adjustments or like influencer adjustments, basically like beautiful people. Wow. I didn't know that chiropractory could get more scammy, but okay. Anyway, he's done like Kenny Omega and he's done Diamond Dallas Page, Kevin Nash. He's done like a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Kenny Omega cupping enthusiast. Yeah. So anyway, he does, you can shit on it all you want. Either way, it gets views, it gets numbers, and he does an interview style while he's kind of adjusting them. So Shotzi goes to this woman who is not at all like interested or knowing of what she does for a living. And asks minimal to zero questions. <laughs> and Shotzi like explains at the top of the video that like, I've been a little hurt, blah, blah, blah. Had this problem with my pelvic bone. Slips forward. Da, da, da. All this just to say I sat through a 30 minute, watched it on double speed, chiropractic adjustment of Shotzi Blackheart before she made a return on Friday. You need a hobby, bro. <laughs> I need people to send us <laughs> super chats so that I can get through the days watching stuff like that. And I also need your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. What is Humper Chats versus Super Chats? Super Chats are that little dollar sign in your YouTube window where you can go and donate to us directly, but then YouTube slash Google takes a cut. Whereas if you go to Humper Chats and you use your PayPal, it directly donates to us and supports this channel. And that way we get more of the money because we are funded and supported by the people like you who watch our nonsense all the time here on Fightful Overbooked, where you're tossing thumbs up and you're leaving comments and you're subscribing to us and you're letting Tim go off on the world and talk about getting over wrestling as a hobby. I just dropped my pen. (laughs) What is this show so far? Let's let's talk about the week. Do we have to? Yeah, I mean, Dynamite was excellent. Dynamite was excellent. Do you want to start with Dynamite and Rampage, and yeah. then we can uh, we can circle back to SmackDown and mm-hmm. and Pat McAfee, mm-hmm. Pat, Pat McAfee, McAfee. And, Vince, and Vince McMahon, McMahon. Mm. Let's get to it. Hello, chat. How are you doing? Glad to see you. We'll hope to see more of you as we converse throughout the night. Uh, so we opened Dynamite with that uh, tag team battle royal, and did you enjoy that tag team battle royale? I think I'm over battle royals. I don't really know what I want out of them in general. <laughs> Like, because they don't make for very good wrestling matches. I feel like I'm mostly just waiting to see who wins. Can I interest like, you in a battle royal next week? No, no. Well, you're getting one which, anyway. Which also, does it have the same people in it? Because see, why, that's what I don't understand Why are the either. Young Bucks in it? It is strange. It's like yeah. a second chance battle royal. I agree. It is very strange to be doing it twice in a row. And also, you have a huge depth-filled tag team division. I don't know yeah. why they did it that way. Yeah, I don't know. The only yeah, my only takeaway was Jonathan Hungry. Very good. 
very good stuff but that's it like i don't it, again it was whatever it's like okay who's gonna win and it's just people not really able to able to do like cool moves usually there's some outside shenanigans but yeah i don't I don't know what i want from a battle royal anymore i just feel like i've seen them all <laughs> i agree and i got to a point where i watched the opening few minutes and i was like i'm gonna walk around the house with my headphones on i'll hear what's going on if anything yeah. super, super important happens Maybe I'll come back. I'll rewind it, and I did a you couple. You get it times. in the yeah. You get it in the recaps or like the highlights, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I, I see JJ saying because it's gambling for the casino battle royale, all in or bust. But like, it's well, just... what's bust though? Are they, did they get fired if they lose? That's what bust is. <laughs> That's like... bust. exactly. It's just very strange the way they're trying yeah, to explain yeah, yeah. it, and they're just not explaining it. So you're right. They're gonna. So the Bucks are gonna be in that tag team battle royal next week because this week we had uh, Red Dragon win, mm -hmm. and the final, the final last man standing, if you will, is Kyle O'Reilly, which is cool. That's neat. Yeah, I, yeah, again, I love that way to come in. Uh, I do like that they kind of did a bit of callback with Santana and Trent from the uh, from mm -hmm. the, the the parking lot uh, parking lot brawl, I should say. So good. Uh, that was nice. It was, it was again, a fun little match, but at the same time, it takes a little bit of time. Like it's just mm -hmm, mm -hmm, got to get there. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I was clutching at straws. JJ says. His follow-up bus means no pay-per-view match. Okay. That, that's fine. I'll accept that. We went to the nuclear option. That's not really bus though. That's like a, ah, crap. I got to tighten the budget for this month. That's <laughs> That's a, I overextended in the gambling a little bit. Yeah. And, and so I guess, uh, we're okay. The obvious thing that they could do is red dragon helps the bucks win and they're in for revolution. That's the obvious thing. Yeah. The, but sometimes they don't do the obvious thing. Sometimes. I still think it's going to be the triple threat is going to be the Bucks. I think they'll do the obvious thing because there's a lot of stuff going on on that card that not necessarily falls under the category of obvious. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. I think they're just getting yeah. there. And, and then what do you do? Do you you don't? I mean, again, you don't change the championships. I'd keep the tag titles on Jurassic Express at Revolution. I'd give it to Red Dragon, but that's because I just don't like Jurassic Express. <laughs> that's fair. Well, ne next Sunday on the show, by the way, we'll do a full rundown of the card because it will be that night. So we'll do a full uh, Revolution preview. How's that? Okay. I guess we can. Okay. I can do that. If you, if you want to. Uh, NJF comes out to the ring and cuts probably his best promo ever easily. My God. A lot going on there. Do you want to talk God. about that? And I'll add my little thing in there. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It's, it's a different angle. You could tell he was saving this promo for just like something like this. <laughs> and it just, it works so well for this feud. Like we, I knew it was going to be good. And like they've taken, I thought it was going to be over by now. I didn't realize it was going to last this long because they added all the Wardlow stuff in, but like, this is, this is good. I'm liking this. Yeah. So MJF has used the laundry slash, I was bullied as a young Jewish boy in that, Long, yeah, Long Island, yeah. and it was good. It was, uh, it was a. He's used it before in MLW. This time he stepped up to that line again, but then he went further past it and just told more of the story. And I liked it. And again, my favorite part was like him being like, "We got any Jews in Bridgeport?" And I'm like, "No, they come in the summer. Come no. on, <laughs> <laughs> they they're not here now. It's too cold in Bridgeport." Uh, either way, a really, really, it, just enticing promo. It really enhanced the story. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing these two fight again now. Before it was just like 
they had the match. The match was really good. Yeah, what do we, we do? We want to see it, but how are we going to make it important again? They do the dog collar match, and Punk cuts a really great promo. So now the bar is set. MJF just cut a much, you know, more intense promo and uh, brought some realism into it, which yeah, I appreciated. The, the complexity with that is really interesting because I'm very curious how how they go from that to to wrestling. Like, I guess we have another Wednesday intervening, but we like do. we have Punk coming out and just being like, "Was that true?" How much of that is true? And then just like no words, walks off crying like Whoa. I still think this is MJF being a total piece of shit. Like yeah. I still think he's yeah. just just, you know, pulling strings, being a puppet master, and eventually maybe gets the roll up and wins. Well, we'll see. I'll tell you this much. Uh today, I it's Sunday as we record, myself and Jeff Hawkins are going to be recording later this afternoon for a later this week drop. We're going to be talking about some uh, influential dog collar matches to get you ready for this MJF CM Punk match. And did you know that MJF has had a couple of dog collar matches in his career? I'm not surprised. We're going to talk about like that. like a guy who gets himself into dog collar matches. Yeah, exactly. You think he, you think he'd be good at talking himself out of them, but apparently he just yeah. talks himself. No, out the, the problem is, shit. yeah, he, he's he, he's squirrely. He gets uh, he gets dirty wins, so you gotta you gotta time up. Yeah, can't run. And, and CM Punk has match. been CM Punk's been in dog collar matches too, some very infamous ones, and we're gonna talk about those as well. Him and Raven had a great one in Ring of Honor at uh, Death Before Dishonor, the first Death Before Dishonor. So there are some really cool stories that might match up and some callbacks that might happen. Uh, again, they talk about Piper in Portland. They'll talk about uh, Piper versus Greg Valentine. So just giving you guys a little tease. That's what uh, Hawkins and I are going to talk about, and we'll drop that later this week. Regardless, I am now looking forward. I'm reinvested in this MJF uh, and Punk match. Yes, very much. I'm also reinvested in the AEW World Championship match. Because I loved the promo that Hangman cut in the ring after the Battle Royal, which we kind of glossed over because it, the things kind of ran together. Yeah, like, yeah, it was it was a quick like, yeah, but it, it's good. And it like, you know, I really feel like we could have just moved to this without putting Lance Archer in, in there beforehand, but it's fine. Like, it, it, it's a short build, but it, they're making it work for what it is. Um, and we still, like, that match was awesome, the Lance Archer at, at, at Hangman page one, but like... yeah. You know, yeah. I think I think they needed the Lance Archer and Adam Page match to bridge this story together because Page needed another uh, emphatic win, and he didn't win emphatically, but he needed another statement win for his championship ring. And that yeah, was- and you know him getting all bloody and with his blood perm again. It's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's out for a blood perm. It's horrible. It's so creepy. He looks like a murder clown. Uh, speaking of murder clowns, we have Pento Oscura now. Oh my god! What the hell is this? Is this a cultural thing? I don't understand. Like, is it a is it a triple A AAA, like Mexican luchador wrestling thing? I don't get. Like, it's a, why does he have eight million identities? It's a lucha underground thing. The the pent it became Pentagon Black or Pentagon Dark, I should say. Why are in, we in referencing? Well, they're they're not. It's just honestly, it's a perfect marketing tool because at the end of the day, they can release new merch, new uh, action toys. figures, yeah. toys. Exactly. So Pento Escuro is like his dark and violent side, but at the same time, I they've know. all been. <laughs> so there's there's this whole other issue with like Penta's naming rights with AAA, 
So like AAA, they own like everything. So Penta had to change his name a billion times. So he can't be Pentagon Jr. He has to be something else. And he had trademarked a whole bunch of different names, all of which did not fly. <laughs> so so now he's just Penta Oscuro, and apparently that's good enough. Uh, also, really love Ruckus. This theme, not not a not a banger for me. Not your thing? <laughs> Didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> I don't remember at all. It felt very to thrown together. <laughs> like, it was like Penta Oscuro. Like, oh yeah, that's okay. right. Like it was just that over. <laughs> it's just like, what are they? I was like, what are they saying? Even and then they focus in on the tombstone. I was like, wait, so is he dead? Isn't Penta El Zero Miedo dead? Like who's? I don't... No, he's very much alive. He wears a mask. So, okay, he's got his own tombstone just handy for the losses <laughs> he's going to take. Uh, so. <laughs> this is kind of all, all to say that uh, Alex Abrahantes, he steals the show. Yeah, big time. I was focused on him, not Penta. <laughs> Look at like the dude from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, what's the guy's name? The oh, guy with yeah. the guy basically plays a, a version of death. Someone is going to tell us. Uh, either way, I think it was hilarious. He looks great. I mean, if anyone's going to give 110%, it's Alex Abrahantes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, I, you know, I don't mind the name itself. I'm just, I'm just on the team. Pick a name. I'm tired of this. I don't care. Like... <laughs> oh, God. Well, so Penta wins. And that doesn't matter because the lights go on, lights go off, lights go on, lights go off, lights go on, lights Holy go off, crap. lights go on, lights go Might off. as well just and... throw a strobe light on. Like, <laughs> Could, I would have been a much better attack because out comes Buddy Matthews, the former Buddy Murphy. And I know a lot of people are excited about that. That's great. William Sadler. Thank you. That was the name. Uh, not not Buddy Murphy's name. The guy yeah, from, he, from Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. <laughs> the audio listeners are just like, who the hell is William Sadler? Uh, yeah. So Bud Matthews is now officially part of the All Elite Wrestling Company. I really hope they do something with him. I really hope there's plans. It did not feel great the first night in. I mean, I don't know. He's chiseled from granite. Buddy just feels like a weird name for a guy that cut. Like, <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I think it's his real name, right? Like, oh, your, dude, I don't, I don't think like, it is, actually. No, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, either way, he, he doesn't look like a buddy. <laughs> his real first um, name is Matthew, by the way. Matthew. Matt, he, yeah, he looks Matt, like Matt, Matt Adams. He looks like a Matt. <laughs> I'll give him that. Um, like, I'm glad that the House of Black is now a house. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, it's I'm a brick shit house looking at that, those physiques. Exactly. Like, there's at least a handful of people in it. Very, very big fan of that. You know, maybe add a woman now. Need more gang wars. Back to gang wars. <laughs> Back to gang wars. I mean, Julia Hart is, uh, lurking around but it looks like they may have just completely dropped that i don't know sometimes they'll pick stuff up again i thought we were done with hook and qt but then we're back to that again on friday so that all we'll get to that but that one always felt to me like the play for going into revolution yeah, yeah, definitely. it always felt to me like it just it dipped off i felt like maybe i'm just not paying close enough attention no no and that's the aw way too because again we've talked about this on our show like they have such a deep roster that they can afford to take they weeks can pause out. a week yeah yeah and kind of convert to other stories again that's that's very much the soap opera way which to me is is better it doesn't overplay your hand or oh, force I like I, creative to get exhausted real quick yeah and like attitude era wwe did the same thing because they had such a deep roster it makes sense yes 
that's a good point um yeah i don't know what to expect but i would just love to see i think you're right i'd love to see a woman join house of black if it's julia hart that's great it would get her a few more reps and maybe take her more seriously as a competitor instead of just the girl who shows up on dark and loses inevitably uh yeah. but also i think whatever was going on with brian pillman jr in his outside life i think that kind of took away from whatever plans they had for uh for julia and the rest of uh what's it called uh what were they called varsity blondes varsity blondes thank you <laughs> i don't want your life that's varsity blues i don't want your wife that's not another teen movie uh yeah. Yeah. eddie kingston and the look on your face is great eddie kingston and chris jericho have a face-to-face a tete-a-tete uh mano a mano whatever you want to call it i love eddie kingston coming out by the way and like seeing the security and being like what the hell is this and then standing next to them and like putting his hands down by his sides like he's one of them hilarious taking this not seriously at all he was just very a, good just an easy easy promo back and forth just sell me on a match i loved it i love this segment like uh jericho looking like an absolute douchebag with his jacket and no shirt <laughs> like it, it was great and like he they both cut a good promo i think they could have edited it a little bit it ran a touch long but overall like i'm already hyped for this match now which just like aw has been good at that because they're just giving two wrestlers who you want to see wrestle and they're managing to really sell the like sell the match on like a promo sometimes really digging it and they've done more groundwork for this it's just i haven't given a crap about that groundwork like that stuff wasn't so interesting to me, like Chris Jericho just being like, who's Eddie Kingston? While Santana Ortiz are, are we're just trying to find a way to get him away from Jericho. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I, I'm into it now. I really want to see that match. I thought that this back and forth was really excellent. I didn't need Jericho using a bunch of insider terms. That kind that of was the, oh me. my God, I was going to say like, but that, that was all this week. There was a lot of that. It was just like, <sighs> everyone was doing it too. It was just, uh, 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 uh. You look like a a, a jobber. Like, it's like <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. yeah, that's a word. That's a word. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then yeah, Eddie burying Jericho using the word babyface, I thought was great. I mean, he just kind of saved the promo a little bit. And then, so Jericho makes reference to uh, your first promo against what's his face, and a lot of people jumped to the conclusion that it was Cody. Because that was Eddie Kingston's first promo in AEW. Mm. You remember that one where he comes out, no music, and he's mm, challenging for mm, the TNT mm, title mm, during the... Yeah. Mm. So for me, I was under the impression... And maybe it's both. Because again, that's, that's what I love about pro wrestling. It's completely subjective. Uh, I thought he was talking about the promo that Eddie cut that got him into AEW. Which happened at an indie show, a no-holds-barred show... Uh, that he called out like Nick Aldis, he called out Cody, he called out anyone because this was mm. his like last ditch effort. And he had just defeated Brett Ison. So I thought that the story wasn't, I don't know if it was necessarily Cody. I think people want to assume it was Cody, but to me it was Brett Ison. It was that promo that got Eddie on the map and got him hired. Not the other way around. Not the Cody thing. That's just me. I'm sure other people in the chat, like again, subjective art form. Let's move on. Uh, Ricky Starks and 10. Yep. Happened. <laughs> yep. Ended Two with men. a spear. I thought that was noteworthy. Oh, uh, I mean, a Ricky Starks spear. As it should. Yeah. Got to get that tum-tum upset. 
Get it hurts. Hurts getting the tum tum. That's right. Uh, yeah. So we got two members of Team Taz in this ladder match. Yeah. Ricky Stark's going to get yeeted, isn't he? No, we, they ruined that. They put Orange Cassidy in it. That's oh, dead. Spoilers, bro. Yeah. But yes, they did do that too. They ruined That's their Haas ladder fight. They did. <sighs> Either way, TBS championship match, Jade Cargill and the Bunny. Uh, good little match. There was a little miscommunication with Jade and the referee. A little bit of a uh, little bit of a three count action going on. I that don't know that you can call count. it a miscommunication. Like, what the hell? <laughs> that someone was a... forgot to kick out. Yeah, someone someone forgot to kick out. That's all that happened. Like the ref could. It's so hard to save that because it was so bad. It was so bad. It was. Like, what it was. was going on? Like, did she have a brain fart? Yep. Guess so. And then they sent out the clowns. They they sent out uh, Sterling was out there, Hardy was out there, and then they they had them do the thing and do the smiles, and then Aubrey ejects them, yada yada yada. Jade wins, and then out comes Taikaji. Yay! <laughs> and she's like, "I can beat you. I'm yeah, gonna like, beat your like ass." Like you didn't beat those other people, eh? That's the thing. Like I don't know. They keep throwing Taikaji's if she's like some legitimate threat, but she hasn't really won anything that I've cared about. So I don't, I don't know. And it's not like this is going to be the shocker. No, like she's just going to lose this one too. So like, it's just, it's strange. They, they do this thing. They've done it with a few wrestlers. They'll build them up. They do it with Lance Archer, build them up and then beat them in a big match. Like it's a little, it gets a little slow after a while and I don't like it, but yeah. uh, Ty, Ty versus Jade is going to be a test for both women because they're both, uh, they're both relatively new in terms of uh, experience and I just, I don't know what to expect. I, I hope for the best. That's all I can say. Yeah. 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 Uh, main events, the Americans and Dragons and Bryans and Danielson takes on Daniel Garcia. I know. New last, minute, too. Uh, last minute plan. What did you think of the match? Did you enjoy this match? It's a powerful match. It's good. It's good. It was very like wrestling, <laughs> but also like, I don't know. Some of Dan. Some of Daniels' holds are like silly to me, and like he leans into it real hard. I think it's part been, of the charm. Like that's it's been that for a while now. <laughs> like I, I could use a different match, maybe yeah. just a slightly different match out of Daniels and something like just a different flavor. You know, they're good. They're all good. I'm not really complaining. Like it's just it's yeah. Noted main event pervert Daniel Garcia. Yeah, uh, jeez. You know what though? They they clearly see something in him, and that's great. He's young. He's very good. I'm waiting for a um a character to arrive for Daniel Garcia because I know yeah. I'm not saying something over the top, but I I'm ready for just a little more out of him. That's not just Wrestle Boy. Yeah, exactly. Because that's who he is right now. He's Wrestle Boy, the guy who can wrestle and then continues to lose, but puts on a good showing. Like yeah, and there's like, time. I'm yeah, willing he, to let, I'm like, I'm willing to let it slide. I'm just waiting for something, something to start rolling in there. Yeah. Like right now he's promising rookie jobber. That's what his identity is. So. Promising jobber to the stars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put him in a Hollywood, get up and get him out there. <laughs> Do a song and dance, Danny. Do a, Can we call you Danny? I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You work for us. You work for us now. Oh my goodness. Okay. And then out comes Mox. Uh, I love the idea that nobody knows where Mox comes from, but at the same time, Mox always comes from the exact same spot. <laughs> anyway, Mox comes out, and uh, they're going to bleed at Revolution. They're going to have that match, I yep, guess. They sure are. 
Yeah, I think I, I think I said this. I didn't think that they'd end up doing the faction. Maybe they are. They might still after the match. That's how you know it's the it's part of the courtship process for these violent men. That's right, violent men slapping meat. If you want to be violent like us, you can donate super chats. Get in there. Super chats make us bleed. No, <laughs> too far. I don't know. I don't know. Rampage happened. You want to talk about Rampage? Yeah, lots happened on Rampage. They jam-packed yes. that one hour. Just no. crammed it full of stuff. No entrances. That's the only thing they didn't cram in there is entrances. They just took out the entrances. They're like, nope, you get the matches already in progress. And we're like, what? I mean, it's kind of good because, like, you know, I also watch SmackDown. And I, t- I, I manually take away the entrances and it cuts it down to about an hour. Yes, however, if you're trying to watch a show live, you want some sort of spacer. And yes, WWE does an awful job of spacing out their timing when it comes to entrance, commercial, package, backstage interview. Backstage, ent- yeah. <laughs> yeah, commercial entrance. Yeah, that is, that's, a, that's a different problem. But having entrances, I argue, is a great way to not just space out the show, but give a little bit of breathing room. Yeah, yeah. And we need that. I like entrances, but yeah, geez. I mean, this is, was this pre-recorded? This wasn't live, was it? It was not live. They're live okay, next week yeah, in Orlando, yeah. the same night that Cody debuts in Miami on SmackDown. Yeah, which is, I think you can do that when you do like a, a double feature type live show when you're recording one. You can breeze through Rampage on those weeks. Not every week, obviously, but I think, I think they did. It's fine. I'll give them a pass. And for anyone saying the mox could come out from a different place, he's literally, ha- he's got two options from the actual entrance point or from the top corner of the entryway or the, the, the other side, sorry, the top corner of the opposite side, because there's a, there's a specific entrance there where the camera hits him. It's basically all about camera placement. He can only have those two entrance spots. He's not going to go the long way around and he's not going to come around from the back. He's got the one spot. It's just the two spots. That's how but it can works. he come from the roof? Probably he could repel down, but I'm sure Sting would probably take issue with it. <laughs> he would probably uh, be like, "What? What? What? If I could have done this the entire time." And TK said, "No." There we go. That's how we get to Mox versus Sting, the match Perfect. everyone wants. The, I, again, you, you can come from underneath the ring, sure. Why not? Yeah, uh, there you go. Have him like just take a box cutter and just. <laughs> I guess it's but, fine. But then Kane <laughs> shows up. But then Kane shows up, and he's like, "Oh, this is my thing." And everyone's like, "Get the hell out of here, Kane!" Yeah, you know, go out, good, get away, Glenn yeah. Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, yeah, go away. Uh, he can come from wherever he wants. Anyway, let's talk about Rampage because apparently we have to talk about Rampage. Uh, no entrances. We open with the TNT title match with uh, Sammy Guevara. We won't do the thing versus Andrade Alidolo with Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, and Jose, because the entire HFO, AHFO, needs to be there now. Apparently, yeah. Uh, Spanish fly, Spanish fly, Spanish fly. It's cool. Good stuff. Good with the Spanish flies. A lot of Spanish flies. There was a lot of... uh, That's a lot for one match. (laughs) For one match, it is a lot. More than one is more than enough. Uh, There was one spot where Andrade was going to the corner and doing that whole, like, push up out of the corner thing mm-hmm. and then sammy just kicked him in the, in the stomach as he went up i like that a little <laughs> shit like good. that i love very good yeah yeah again good match uh didn't really expect anything other than a victory for for sammy if andrade had won the tnt titles that would have been cool but i think we're trying title. to title there's one title just because sammy's I... carrying around two like an asshole doesn't mean there's two there's two because there's tnt one and oh, tnt two so stupid they look basically the same too it's the worst they are the same One's a replica, I assume. I hate it so much. Put one down, Sammy, you douche. Someone was describing... (laughs) 
What? Sammy Guevara is such like a dork. (laughs) Yes. He's just like a hot, talented dork, but he has no character. Like he's not interesting as a person to me. He's just a dweeb who can do cool wrestling moves. And that's got to get sorted. I feel like. What? You got a problem with cool wrestling dorks? No. Yeah. He's got a stupid sign thing. Like that's it. He does. It's great. Either way, uh, I don't know what to expect next from Sammy. Other than, I mean, he's, he's going to get Men of the Year, boys. He's, he's going to get Scorpio Sky. That's going to be fun. I'm going to enjoy that match. I just need, I need something else out of it. Yeah, I don't know. Give it, give the title to Scorpio Sky. <laughs> Which one? One like one of the two, and oh, then Scorpio oh, Sky can just. <laughs> you know what he should do? The brass ring should be that secondary title, that second title, not secondary. It should be the TNT title number two that that he gives. Sammy gives it to the referee and says, "Here, this is the brass ring," and they can cash it in. Make me feel complete for my TNT title. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Scorpio's guy should just walk up to Tony Khan and be like, I've been carrying this thing around for two years. What the hell do I do with it? What is it good for? Sonic rings. That's what it's good mm-hmm. for. Uh, either way, we'll see what happens. You mentioned QT Marshall yep. coming out and challenging Hook. Uh, first of all, I loved that all of the Nightmare Factory or the just the factory students come out to attack Hook, except for that one guy. Starts to square up and he's like, nah. Wow, he saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. And Hook just walks off. They'll do the Magic Revolution. We've been talking about yeah. this for weeks. Looks good. Love it. Hook looks like a badass again. Yeah. And he'll beat up his teachers. That's what he's, that's the best part about this feud. It's beating up his teachers. There's good, there's goodness here. But what do you do with Hook after he beats up his teachers? Beat up his Who dad. Does... <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> he should beat up his dad. That should be it. Yeah. Lock in the uh lock in the red rum. The if if we're putting Taz him mission? as like kind of a problem child person, yeah, just have him kick his dad's ass. Be like, Team Taz sucks. None of them have done anything. Where is Brian now? <laughs> you know what the, well they picked up the year option on Brian. I Cage know. I don't know why. Why? <laughs> like how I like, great I, was that? I like Brian Cage in the ring, but like you're not doing anything with him. Brian wanted to control his narrative, and TK was like, Nope, nope. <laughs> not with me around or not oh my goodness either way so hook walks off we, we who knows what hook will do after the pay-per-view but if they keep treating tre- that treating him the way that they are that's good i just make him a badass mm-hmm. don't know what title he could win no there aren't any he's not allowed He'll to beat have a title. adam cole wins the title at revolution hook wins the title three nights later on 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 dynamite no he's just hook wins boy. the title on rampage Ew. <laughs> but what's wrong with that? No. Anyway, Wardlow takes on Nick Camarado and uh, yeah, Powerbomb Symphony. But I love the promo from Sean Spears afterwards. Yes. Do you? That was good. <laughs> I the, thought the you hand, were going to take the over hand there. Smack. The hand smack was nice. Good hand smack. And he's like, dude, no more Powerbombs. It's not over. No. Told you months ago. It's not going to work. It's not over. You had so much potential. Max they said over, you. and then he had to explain over. That was another example. You're right. That is another example. <laughs> Inside baseball. They hugged. Wardlow was perplexed and upset. Wardlow looked like an angry Muppet. It was weird. Loved it. I thought that's Seth Rollins. Yeah, both. Nope. It can be angry both. Muppets. Anyway. <laughs> Either way, Wardlow is I eventually going to turn I guess he's going to win this face of the revolution ladder match and then him and MJF are going to have a, a thing do that. about yeah. yeah they got to I think it's the easiest well laid thing they have I think they should so yep 
Because, like, I don't know, looking at the rest of the Face of the Revolution ladder match, and I mean, I guess there's one one spot still open. Yes, and it will probably be an open spot, a a Joker surprise spot, because that's what Tony does. Yeah, he loves an announcement. uh, Ain't nobody who could take that spot, so we'll see. Serena Deeb versus Kayla Spot. Yeah, there you go. He ain't going to use that anymore, though. Serena Deeb, five-minute rookie challenge. Oh, by the way, no, we're not even going to. You know what? I know I was going to breeze past it. Let's just say there is a Joker spot. A lot of people talking about Cesaro. Claudio Casagnoli. Which, is that that his real name before I stunt on it? (laughs) Claudio Claudio is his name, at least his original wrestling name. I think it might be his real name, but I can't. Let's look it up. It seems like all of his gimmicks pre WWE were terrible. <laughs> it, it is his real name, by the way. Okay, that's fine, name. and that's fine. But his gimmicks look awful, and like it's not I'm, a gimmick guy. I'm scared that yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've said this a million times. I think Cesaro, the wrestler, is is great. Is so good in the as, ring. Very he good is so ring. good. I have never. Maybe <laughs> it's true though. That's what they called him. They did call him that. I'm not going to bring it up on the screen, but they did in fact call him that. Yes, they did. Go to the chat. You can I, no, I guess I can figure out why. <laughs> I don't know about that, but anyway, he's he's neutral. Anyway, so some of his uh, some of his his promos in the early days were good, and he's been with the company since 2010, like 12 years yeah, versus Cesaro yeah, in WWE. Time. That's that's a long time, and he he kept the job, and he never cared about being world champion. People, people were just like, oh, he should be world champion. But no, he just, yeah. he was a really yeah. good wrestler, really well-liked, and had really good matches. And Look, that was I, probably good enough. Yeah, and I think that UFO spot at WrestleMania was something he was saving for a long time. And it just, it, yes. was, it, was, it was beautiful. It was awesome. It was a really good moment. High watermark for him. As a character, though, it's just, it's never done much for me, personally. Again, wrestling is subjective. Some people are going to love what he did and think that it was the best. But for me, it just didn't. Didn't do much. We'll see where he winds up. So people were saying that maybe he could wind up in AEW as the Joker because of the brass ring comments. Because the whole idea of the ladder match is that you grab the brass ring. And once upon a time, Vince McMahon was like, you got to grab the brass ring. And and Claudio was like, oh, I'll grab the brass ring. And then he never did. It's a whole thing. That just seems like so silly to me. (laughs) Like the brass ring thing. Like just taking something. It's the type of thing that like... I don't know. It just feels like the small person in a in a kind of rivalry takes that and takes it to heart and makes a big thing out of it. Like a, a throwaway line, like you got to grab the brass ring is something that the person on top is just going to say and never think about again in the rest of their life. Meanwhile, this person won't stop bringing it up. Like, who cares? Also, like, I don't know. Yeah, that just it's just very telling because I look at Scor- Scorpio Sky and it's like, oh, cool! You're AEW Cesaro. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> I and I want more out of like, Scorpio. You haven't guys. done anything with him. You let no, him win on. that match, and you've done absolutely nothing of real consequence. I'm going to disagree with you on this. Scorpio Sky, oh, yeah. I think, has a lot more charisma and a lot more promo skill right now. I agree. Yeah, but are you talking no, about usage? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that like Gosh. he grabbed his brass ring and then you parked him, oh. and he's been with Dan Lambert, like. Yes. No, no, and that's the, I'm saying Cesaro has tons of talent, and he's over with the fans, and, like, I agree with you that his promo work was never, like, very interesting, and that, like, his character was never very compelling, Um, but that's not the case with Scorpio Sky. I think he's got all the potential in the world, and they're just choosing not to do anything with it. 
Gotcha. Okay. I agree with yeah. you there. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. Um, and I'm seeing people talking about like uh, his Shikara days. I'm pretty sure he was working under a mask at that point. Working under a mask is a completely different beast. Like it's, and again, I don't think you're See Prince Puma. <laughs> That's actually a really excellent point. He didn't have to speak, but he spoke in, like his ring style was what got him over. Prince Puma was tremendous. Yeah. Not, and again, not so much Ricochet. <laughs> Trevor could only do so much. What I'm saying is put Ricochet under a mask. Uh, anyway. Now, <laughs> no, he's too good looking for people. They'll be like, why do you put him he's, under a he's mask? He's handsome, but like, you know, don't let him talk. Have have yeah. a, uh, a kayfabe thing where he loses his tongue. And again, like this is, this is our opinion because when it comes to wrestling, we like uh, some of the more over the top or at least more formed characters. If they can wrestle, sure. I mean, that's honestly the basis of the job is to yeah, be able yeah, to yeah. wrestle because at the end of the day, that's how you settle the feud. But if you can't talk your way into the match or at least talk your way into the investment of the match, that at least doesn't bring me to the table. I think the thing, the difference is TV for me, right? Like if I'm see if I'm seeing uh, Cesaro in the indies and I'm just rocking up to a show, the story doesn't matter because I'm not, you know, they're not telling much of a story. It's just in ring. And I'm very excited. He, I'd be rooting for him like crazy. He'd be like, he should be the champion for some indie. Cause like he's tremendous in the ring, but on TV, I need something more than that because it gets very repetitive over time because you can only do so much. And it's just, it's, you know, there's a lot more than just the wrestling on TV. Did you see who RVD's facing at, uh, at, at Greek town in Toronto in Is April? It Channing. It's all, you bet Channing. it's Channing Decker. <laughs> That's the one thing I don't like about Greek Town is that it's just a vehicle for Channing Decker to I mean, it's never his get over. Exactly, it's, it's, it's his promo. It's his promotion. So, his, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Let him, he can do what he wants. It just it's got big like yeah. I don't know. RVD will be there. Sonny Kiss will be there. Hey, and, there you go. And Snake Man's going to be there. Serpentico announced that he's going to be part of that card. Okay. I kind of want Luther to be there because you know. I like Luther a lot, but you know, Snake Man's fine. Just let, let show me Frankie the Beast, whatever, destroy Sir <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> oh, that is the match. He's oh, the Beastmaster. Like, let him control Snake Man. If you guys haven't checked this out, Greek Town Pro Wrestling is what we're talking about in, in Toronto. It's our local indie. We go to all the shows when they happen. Uh, anyway, Frankie the Beast is like this big, jacked up guy who apparently was like a mafioso or at least played a mafioso whatever point is he's like a big jacked up wrestler who like spits blood when he comes to the ring wears a big skull it's a whole gimmick and it's hilarious but him yeeting someone like like snake man like scar like serpentico hilarious let's do that Whew. that's what i want I'll, I'll dm channing afterwards and be like this is your match <laughs> all right uh, so no joke though like rvd's channing Channing Decker gonna be good. Very good. It's gonna be good. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid to watch RVD take another chair shot to the head. I know. Yeah. Gonna rattle. You can't break brain. what's already broken, buddy. <laughs> My God. I see. We're talking about Cesaro with the hot tag. Yeah, he's got a great hot tag, and he does the whole run around the ring. You know who else did that? John Silver in AEW. So I don't know if you really want to do the same thing with both guys, unless you put them both in a tag team where the gimmick is they literally do the same hot tag, which to me, that's tremendous. I need that. Tall, lean, little thick. There you go. That's the tag team. <laughs> oh, it's all lean and a little thick. Let's do it. All right. I can't do, I can't, there's no segue here. So Serena D versus Kayla Sparks. Sparks making her second wrestling appearance on a Friday night, by the way. Two's she was good. the kiss cam woman. Earlier on SmackDown on Friday night. 
That's who. I was like, who's that plant? Who is that friendless woman front row at a SmackDown? It, it was Kayla Sparks. Completely alone. That was very funny. Okay. Well, cool. she was waiting for the kiss cam. That's why she was completely yeah. alone. She wanted to be part of the kiss cam experience. After getting her ass kicked by Serena Deeb in two and a half minutes. She'll have to do it uh, from a seated position next time, I think. Because, I yeah, think so. Some brutal, brutal knee strikes. It, yes, it's fine. It occurred. Yeah. It, again, it, to me, it's just all leading to, to Sheeta's return. It's not leading to a big debut. It's just leading to Sheeta coming back and, and whooping that ass. Fine by me. Yes. Uh, they signed a contract because both shows had contract signings. I didn't love this contract signing, to be perfectly honest with the you. The Brock Roman. Oh, wait. Oh, Thunder No, Rosa? I loved the Brock Roman one. I did not love the Thunder Rosa Bur Baker one. It didn't do much for me. It was yeah. Just, it wasn't. It wasn't anything. It wasn't it was anything. <laughs> it was a similar like, promo to like the Jericho Kingston one. It was just like it was Baker being like, "Oh, I'm the best. I've been proving it. I'm the champion. I deserve all the accolades." And you did nothing. And you know, you were on the YouTube show. She's talking about the NWA. And uh, you know, what have you done? What have you done, Thunder Rosa? And I'm sitting there like, "Well, she's done a lot if you think about it." But you know. Who am I? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it didn't that didn't work here. Like it worked kind of yeah, it didn't it didn't work. Um having Brit talk about Thunder Rosa not accomplishing things when she's like the most over woman in AW. <laughs> like this is I don't know. Britt Baker's been like kind of lukewarm lately. Like she really has just been one note, and I'm a little bit disappointed because she like I was really, really high on her for a bit, and it just hasn't hasn't transformed into much. She's got her little gang and that's about it. And the character hasn't evolved. There's nothing like, I just want to see her lose the title like really badly now. So nine months of that title reign so far. And there have been peaks and valleys right now. I yeah, think we're in a sure. valley. Yeah. I'm just, definitely. I'm ready for, I think I'm ready for, I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for, for Thunder Rosa to win this title. I don't. Cause that's, I just, that's the thing. I also don't know if she can make it. I don't know. Maybe. I think I am ready for her to take it. I think I do want to see Thunder Rosa take it. I just don't know how good that reign's going to be either. Yes. And who do you have? Right? Who does she face? I, I'm sure there are names and I'm sure we're missing some, but right off the bat, it's going to be, it, it, it's going to be other heels. And then you just got to put them together. Anyway, yeah. that's fine. I'm sure. Chat's going to start lighting up with who it should be. Um, Thunder Rosa, but that's the thing. Like, does Thunder Rosa win the title because Thunder Rosa should be winning the title and carrying it for the next a nine months or does thunder rosa win the title because y'all are just bored with the current title reign well no okay like one yes i'm bored with the current title reign two okay. thunder rosa definitely deserves the title for in-ring action it's just again like the promo stuff for i don't know like there just aren't a lot of compelling promos is, in, on the women's roster right now and that's that's what's so frustrating and disappointing like they need to build characters they need to elevate women more and they're not going to do that with like one segment a week like and by Thunder spending Rose. five minute, like five minute Sheeta things, which is, or, or not Sheeta, uh, Serena Deeb, which is just like, I know now, like uh, it's three weeks of the same thing. So Thunder Rosa and Layla Hirsch would be an interesting first feud. But I Layla Hirsch is that. so bad on the mic. Well, that's fine. I just want the match. Yeah. 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 And that's the, but I don't know. I'm not here for that. I need to build it or I don't like, I've seen a million matches a week at this point. Like, yes. 
You gotta start watching. You gotta start watching Dark and Elevation too. I gotta watch less. Is the, then then I'll care more about just seeing the cool matches. Well, we're working on that. More on that later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, face of the Revolution ladder match. Orange Cassidy gets his way in, defeating Anthony Bowens. Good match. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It was just, uh, you know, I, I don't think anyone doubted the finish would be Orange Cassidy. No, that was the thing. Match. It was an obvious telegraph. Like it, it was what I what I enjoyed was the the you know. The backstage was funny. The, yes. the, the acclaimed, very funny. The the this is the scissoring thing is weird. <laughs> it is very strange. Find that very odd, and it's like, eh, but you guys, you're, you're a bunch of dorks, so you do your thing. Um, I mean, it led to the very funny in ring segment where Orange Cassidy then just scissored uh, Anthony Bowens <laughs> and then gave him the thumbs up. I thought that was funny. That was good. Yep. Um. Rap was eh. They had to edit it. Oh. Because originally he had made a, a, a Russia reference. But this was before everything kind of happened later Wednesday nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did the smart thing and they edited it. And yeah, so they, they took that out. Uh, either way, yeah, like you said, it was it was a good promo beforehand. I think Orange Cassidy, when he does the whole like, what am I doing? Am I wrestling? Oh, is this a ladder match? Yeah, like I thought funny. that was cute. It was very good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's just kind of existed and the match was good i think that anthony bones is an excellent wrestler he really is i want to see more of him in singles competition to really mm. kind of get that over and i mean singles competition you know like on the main shows and yeah. i say main shows is in like the main televised programs uh so yeah I, I, we'll see what happens down the road but for now again orange cassidy wins a bunch of matches gets put into a big match and loses the big match and that's going to be what happens here with the the face of the revolution ladder match Hopefully it's not him getting completely like basted at the end of the match for whoever wins, you know. So if Wardlow, hopefully it's not Wardlow being the shit out of Orange Cassidy. I don't think they do that, right? Because they're doing the face turn for Wardlow. I would expect it to be Ricky Starks. I think so too. Yeah. Or if you want to have like a big Haas moment, you do him doing it on Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I think that's the play. So we'll we'll see where that goes. Either way, that was Rampage. Uh, a, A good show, just a little... Just a lot. A lot. There was a lot. It was a lot for a 45 minutes, really. Like, yeah. Uh, let's talk about SmackDown. Now, I know the opening package uh didn't I think a lot of people were upset with the big opening package about Reigns and Lesnar. Yeah, I skipped but it. But to me, <laughs> I thought it was perfect. It was long. I skipped it. I didn't care. I watched all that stuff. It it wasn't for you. It wasn't yeah, for exactly. me. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't for us who are in the chat who watch literally every show. Yeah. Or, you know, it's for those who watch WrestleMania every year and are looking for a quick catch up. It's for the mm-hmm. people who post on Reddit every single year. Hey, I haven't watched in a year. What's going on? Catch yep. me up in storyline. It's for those people. And they did a great job. The packages are always on point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoever's producing those is is like they should be producing the whole show. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, like I yeah, I just skipped it because I I don't need it, but yeah, I have no issue with it. It just means I have less to watch, which is I appreciate. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh Pat McAfee introduces us all and we're off to the running because Michael Cole brings out Rowdy Ronda Rousey and this promo great. This is one of two segments for her. Yes. Comes out <laughs> and she's she's tapping hands. Looking like she was told to do it. Good for her. Just going for it. Why not? Uh, yeah. And she Rousey... wonders why that acting career never took off. Yeah, it was just. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my goodness! Like that's the, she. I think I saw something about her complaining about 
people. <laughs> but that's, that's the Ronda Rousey way. And she's like, if I could just be true to myself. And I was like, well, Ronda, that's not what acting is. <laughs> like, Problem is, being true to yourself always turns out bad. Yeah, because you're kind of crap. <laughs> So. And, that's, and she was basically told, like, hey, it's time to, like, be be a wrestler. It's time to put on the facade. I don't care how you feel about these people. You're being tasked to play. Basically, put on your Sonya Blade face and be a good, good be a good guy. You know like, here's I mean? the thing. Brock Lesnar said more or less the exact same thing in recent interviews. And you're exactly. not getting the same vibes. Like... Exactly. And it just, just happens. She's like, hey, broke my hand, got pregnant, had to take time off, blah, blah, blah. It's been three years. Da, da, da. And I was like, and I came back because I wanted to win the Rumble. And I'm like, good for you, Ronda. Good I for wanted you. To, because I wanted to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Anyway, they they go over her accomplishments. And now comes Charlotte Flair. Thank God. I never thought I'd say those words. Yeah, right. And then they talk about the one-hand tie behind their back at, uh, at, at Elimination Chamber. Sonya Deville comes out from the back and gets the shit kicked out of her by... Ms. Rousey. The baby Why? also doesn't care. Yeah, the baby is upset about this because what what happened? Why is Sonia Deville in this now? What the hell is going on? Sonia doesn't like Ronda Rousey because Sonia has a problem with part-time wrestlers. Yeah, and now they're trying to treat Ronda Rousey as if she's stone cold. But she's not, and no one likes her. <laughs> stone cold, stone cold, stone cold. Uh, yeah, it just it again, not a great hot opening segment. I didn't love it. They got they got a lot of work to do to make this Rousey Charlotte match uh, an A level night one main event. It's not gonna be. Period. It won't. You don't get think there. so? It's, no, I don't think Ronda Rousey is good at wrestling. Despite well, then what everyone... else is it going to be? What else, what do you put in that main event slot? Do you make no, no, it? No, 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 no. It will be the main event. There's nothing else to put in it because they don't care because they see the star power and that's about it. And she doesn't even have star power. Like she was big in the UFC. All of that goodwill is eroded because, you know, her exit from UFC was not triumphant. It was right. sad. Like, and I was a big, big Ronda Rousey fan, but she just proved she didn't have like the medal. And like, even if she kept losing, fine, but at least you like stuck with it. She just believed her own crap so hard that like that exit, it was just so lackluster. So now that, we're, we've got that's the Ronda that, again. That's the Ronda Rousey way. Yeah, and that like we're talking about this being like how she's so dominant. And she's like she's not like the baddest woman on the planet. She's not. She lost like quite 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 noticeably lost like yeah it just isn't working for me at all and then to have her just come out and not care obviously not care about the job she's being paid to do it's just like and when she when she's being put as like an anti-authority authority type when when authority figures step in line january 6th happens like that's what i get from her so like i don't oh, need no. this She's not stone cold. No, she's not stone cold. I, again, I'm looking forward to seeing how they how they make this match a little bit more fiery than it, than it already isn't. They need to add something. They need to add gasoline. And it can't be something like talking about babies and relationships. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, that. it's like Charlotte, oh, you can get started on baby number two. I don't care. Stop this. Who like, cares? Yeah, people are we're not watching... We're not watching to see if you're going to have another kid. We're watching to see if you can win a match, if you can win the title. And oh, the quadrennial. I had to bring that. Oh my half, God. I, I have a quadrennial. I'm staring Tim. at the definition right now. Like two years wasn't good enough. Half a quadrennial. I was like, really? Piss off. Like Ronda <laughs> Rousey does not know that word. The writer didn't know that word. They were just trying to make two years sound more interesting than it is. My word of the day calendar is quadrennial. My God. Use that word. I have a bet. 
It was so bad. It was so bad. I loved it. <laughs> Noted linguistics enthusiast Ronda Rousey. Piss off. Exactly. Noted PhD student. Anyway. Yeah. The lethal lovers Loth Lotharios try saying that four times. Loth Loth Lotharios. <laughs> Even I can't do it once. Lethal lovers Loth Lotharios take on not the New Day, but just Kofi Kingston and Biggie. Who, really who left a quad idling through the entire match. Yeah, who does that? That's Was it electric? Was it electric? Are they just like letting exhaust go in? Anyway, it doesn't weird. need to be there. Again, good match. These two teams have a lot of uh, a lot of energy and a lot of chemistry. But guess what? I don't need to see it again. That was the third time. New Day win because New Day and the Usos are going to have a match for the tag team titles at WrestleMania. Awful finish. Awful, like Biggie threatening to murder one of them with a quad. Like, no, I would do it. This is so I, sad. I like, I hate it. I hate everything about this. I would do it too, though. You've run over a man with a quad just for why, like he, why not? He's a kiss man. He's not even a bad guy, really. Like I don't even understand what their characters. How are they villains? He's <laughs> like, lethal, just... Tim. If he doesn't get to you, then he'll get to someone else first. <laughs> that's you like need... that's like the like talking about cows. If we don't eat them, they'd eat us. Like they're cows. <laughs> I believe that children are our future unless we stop them now. That is the belief, and that's how I live my life yeah. every single day. By the way, I built a crib today, so I got that going for me. <laughs> Oh, Sam man. Roberts, aka Nick Gage, is now doing interviews backstage at SmackDown. Good for Pat uh, back if you're getting way too excited about Sam Roberts. What like, the hell is Sam Roberts doing on SmackDown? Love I was it. Like, who's this guy again? Why does he have? A- oh yeah, he's that guy with the boring name, the same as a Canadian musician with boring music. <laughs> I've seen them live. Sam Roberts band live is actually pretty good when they're playing for charity and care. Anyway, yeah. Sam Roberts interviews. Uh, who does that? Who does he interview? The Usos, who are going to be facing uh, Biggie and Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania for the tag titles. But Thank you for that. Not correction. before they beat the Viking day. Raiders. Very in good. like five weeks, the week yeah. before WrestleMania, of course. Exactly. And then, oh my God, let's talk about the best segment of the night. Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura driving a truck, and they're going surfing. No, they're going kayaking. That's like surfing with your butt. Noted adventurous Rick Boog and Shinsuke Nakamura. They wouldn't even let him surf. They just let him sit in a kayak. In the car. I think I'm truck. They got a truck. It's a Tacoma. I I don't I don't know what's happening. This might be the first time Rick Boogs has gone outside. I think that man lived <laughs> in a gym his entire life. Oh, he built a gym in his in his garage, I think, right? Can open I that door. Yeah. Let the like air out. He's, he's all gym man. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, it's just, I wonder where they're going to go next. That's all I want. It's just, I need this to become a thing where they drive the truck to the ring now. Like at WrestleMania, I need them to drive the truck down the ramp. I just want them to steal all of Stone Cold's gimmicks because they did that. They did the ATV. They yeah. they did the truck. Oh, that's why they're doing this. I didn't even clue in. That's how much I care. My actually, God, no the the ATV wasn't a stone. It was actually because uh, they have a, a new uh, toy coming out, literally that has Biggie on a on a on ATV. That's it. That's, that's somehow worse. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Next, they're gonna bring out a beer truck. <laughs> it's gonna be <sighs> Ko and Sammy in the beer truck. Okay, that sounds fun. I'm fine with that. Does actually. Uh speaking of which no, we we'll get into the we'll get into to Sammy in a minute. Uh Zia Lee makes her debut finally and defeats Natalia. Yay, that happened. Yep. What I really wanted to get to was Sammy Zayn in the ring 
having an intercontinental championship celebration where he's like, eh, the, the balloons don't match. I guess it's okay. Sure. It didn't. It was weird. It's true. It should have been. Um, I, I just, I enjoyed the segment. It was very good because Sammy is so friggin' funny. And then Johnny Knoxville comes out. Yeah. And, and Johnny Knoxville's so like, gimme. Would you give him that title shot? No. He doesn't go well, up here. He doesn't go here. That's right. But he's got the t-shirts. Yeah. I mean, that's not hard. Anyone can buy a t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, for for money. Either way, how it ends is Johnny Knoxville gets kicked square in the jaw. <laughs> he got it so bad. He kicked him right in the jaw with his heel. The first one, the first one was fine. He got him right to the side of the face. Yep, yep. Just no grazed him as you do. And the second time, ooh, Knoxville did not plan accordingly, and he just got fudged in the face. Kicked the hell in the jaw. It was real impressive, I gotta say. I wish I had a screenshot of that. I I've got the Madcap Moss the one. Thumbnail. <laughs> should have, that's true. That would have been way better than the one that I picked. But yeah, that was... Uh, that's one hell of a way to uh, to to make your your first night on the show. Well, your first your first night back. And then Ricochet is like, "Hey, can I get me some of that title match? I'm a guy. I do a thing. Let me lose, Sammy." And Sammy's like, "No." Yeah, <laughs> you can lose. Sure, why not? Adam Pierce is like, "Yeah, you can lose." Okay. Yeah, I don't see why not. Either way, I I do like that they the exchange included. Hey, I went to your premiere, and. You, you know, now I'm coming to your, like, I came to your celebration, you can of mine. I like that they, they made it, yeah, sense, good. which was nice. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's and, clear and, where it's going. Also, <laughs> it's nice to see that uh, Jackass isn't only appearing on WWE programming. They also had one of the guys from Jackass on uh, GCW last night. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he's friends with, uh, with Jimmy Lloyd. So there's that. It was very funny. Yeah, so Sasha Banks is back. She beats Shotzi. Welcome back, Shotzi. Welcome back, Sasha. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Cotter. For some reason, Naomi's at ringside. Because we're not getting Naomi and Sonya at WrestleMania. Like, the longest-term storytelling in all of WWE right now. And they just blew it up. And I guess that that Saudi tag match was the end of the feud. What is happening? I I told you I hope they have something in plans, but they don't because they, they don't. never They're, do. All of that, months and months and months of of waffling to get to. Oh, I guess maybe we'll pair up Sasha and Naomi. Is that I, maybe what we're doing? Like, I think it's going to end with Naomi turning on Sasha and Naomi finally turning heel. I think that's where we're going. Awful. I would rather that. I want. No, no. I would rather Naomi. they get to that. Why aren't we doing Sonya and Naomi at WrestleMania? Yeah, it's still, it's still silly as hell. Uh, and Naomi comes to the ring and she's like, oh, we're going to win those tag titles. And I'm like, oh, they're going to have tag titles on SmackDown again, are they? I was about to say, like, also, oh, yeah, remember the, the women's tag champs can come to SmackDown. They can float, but God forbid they actually float when they're in the middle of not having any tag team matches. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Or tag teams, I mean, for that matter. And then they go to the back and poor Megan Morant has to say the lines of, like, I don't know what Naomi meant by that. And everyone just dog piled on Megan Morant for having to say that line. Like, I'm sure she's just like, yeah, sure, I'll say it. And then afterwards was like, oh shit, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> it just made you seem real dumb. Real dumb. Uh anyway, out come Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss and Madcap Moss is just like, I don't want to ever land on my neck again like that. That looked very painful, Tim. It looked very <laughs> painful, Tim. 
breakdancing superstar Madcap Moss is back. Don't forget oh, breakdancing oh superstar Madcap Moss. He is back. And uh, I'm just going to use that every single time now. I got to find our actual thing. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. There we go. Um, yeah, my God. And so, so now the story is that uh, Madcap is afraid of Drew and Drew is like, I'm going to kill him with an Alabama slam. That's the story. Yep. Fine by enjoy, me. Enjoy, enjoy a couple more weeks of that, and then WrestleMania, and then Intercontinental Champion Madcap Mad Moss. Yeah, we're in. I loved it. I thought it was cute. It's it, it, the match itself it's was a fine. long time for this because this segment led into the match, which led yeah. into the match switcheroo, and then that match got some time. So it was just, it was a long. It was a lot of SmackDown to just be like, yeah, we're getting a Happy Corbin versus Drew for WrestleMania. Exactly. Fine. Breakdancing superstar, as I said on the internet, and future Canada champion, Matt Cat Moss. Breakdance superstar. Anyway, uh, and then they do another Rousey segment that I don't really care. And Rousey is just like, I'm going to kill Sonya. Cool. All right. Go for it. Yeah, that was the authority figure one. <laughs> and then we get to the main event. Let's talk about this because it, it all kind of plays together with what we're going to talk about afterwards with uh, with Vince and Pat, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee. The baby loved the, the the contract signing, I can tell. Yeah, about as much as I did. What did you not like about it? I loved it's it. It's just a stupid contract signing. Nothing new happened. Roman Reigns has cut the same promo he's been cutting for months. It was like, oh, I run the show. And it's like, no, you don't. You obviously don't. Like, there's two brands going on. Adam Pierce is in the back doing stuff. Like, what are you talking about? Shut up. They the don't work is, for you. You don't pay them. No, but he's so ego-driven. And and rightfully so because he has the title. They t- they've been talking about him on commentary for years. People come to see the champion. He's been champion for so long for for five hundred fifty whatever days. He's delusional. He's deranged yeah, to the yeah. point to the point where he has the security bought and paid for by himself, which I love. And the way that he tells that story by like slowly creeping out of the ring just to talk shit. And then have the security attack. I think it was perfect. And it gets Brock over more. We know Brock's a strong guy. But it just gets the Brock is strong narrative over more. He can overcome these eight men who were hired by Roman Reigns. And now he's shook because he got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, I just, I I don't know. I mean, if Roman Reigns knew anything about wrestling, he'd know that the security guys aren't really worth paying for. Like he should be more. He should be more relied. He should rely more on the Usos. Like he'd have a better shot, just statistically from past interactions with security and wrestlers. So, like I don't know, the whole thing just felt very samey to me. Like there was nothing new here. Um, And then they inserted another thing about the garden, and it's just like I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> well, you don't have to care because the garden is not where you're going. They just need to sell tickets for that show because it's a garden show. It costs but they money. They couldn't to run. even talk about who he's wrestling. Like it's just like don't insert it on this program because it doesn't matter. So we find out during SmackDown. But and by the way, did, did they actually sign the contracts? I don't think so. I need to go back and watch. If yeah, actually... I remember Adam Pierce. Sla- no, they might have. I remember Adam. I mean, Pierce I'm going to go back and check down. But so the um the the match was made official. It's now going to be "quote unquote" winner take all. In in a they had a whole long name for the stupid match. Winner take all, most stupendous WWE biggest championship. Blah 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 blah. Uh, now I don't I don't mind it. It's fine. I don't think they're actually going to split the titles though. 
No. I don't. You mean unify? Yeah, no. I don't think they're going to unify them. I don't. No. no. I think they'll call it back. Like I said, I think it'll end with Raw getting the Raw deal and then them just putting a title back. Or or they're going to go without a Raw championship and have Roman cross over for a few months. And if Cody's coming back, Cody wins money in the bank. Oh, my God. And if Cody is the one who beats Roman Reigns for that title, wow. That's one hell of a way to do it. That sounds awful. It does. I don't love it. But at the same time, that's one. I understand the unification is in there, but I also understand that this is the same company that pulls shit all willy-nilly. Yeah, they do not change care. On yeah, like, they'll change they it all the time. They will just tell you whatever you want to hear and then it, rip it away. Like It's the same company that, that brought over Bobby Lashley, had him you know in and out of the chamber match, and then promoted him the next night on Raw for a, a match at Madison Square Garden that's not happening. They're probably not going to do it. Yeah, and like I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because they're going to diminish the title that looks halfway decent in service of elevating one that is blue. Um, the blue universal title. The blue universal title. They, they both look like crap. Like I hate all these titles. Uh, yeah, but then they also have separate women's like they all those other separate championships still exist. So like I just don't see them unifying it and have the champion float back and forth. Because all these other titles still exist, which they seemingly have no desire to get rid of. So I just, I don't think they're going to unify it. Um, I've seen a lot of people go back and forth and like a lot of people be like, do you remember the last time they got rid of the brand split? It was bad. And I was like, that's it was bad. Yeah, which is fine. It doesn't mean don't do this. No, no, that's a dumb argument. You can't say that the like having no brand split is inherently bad. It's because it was written bad. But like, it's still going to be bad, written bad, Tim. It's bad now. It's, yeah, but it's, it's bad regardless of what you do. So it doesn't matter what you do. Like, I I'm disagree. not saying that it's bad. I think it will suck either way because WWE sucks right now. I like, just think it'll suck more if you have the brand split end with the way that things are being written. You're going to have don't people think who are the... on the lower card being absolutely shuffled out in in space of having more. What You'll, you'll have Big E and Kofi on every show. You'll have Roman on every show. You'll have, you know, a Shinsuke and Boogs truckathon commercial. Like, it doesn't work. We already work. don't have a roster. We've got Zia Lee coming out doing jack shit. But like, I'm saying they'll have, they'll have even less of a roster if they combine them because someone's going to make a reason for them to cut more people yeah. because they'll be like, well, we run the same roster with two shows. Da, 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 da. It doesn't make sense and it never works properly. I Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like the structure of it at all. There's too many titles that aren't differentiated in any way. Uh, I would, the roster I would, is too thin for two rosters. And they don't know how to write at all. I would rather see what I'm seeing now with Raw and SmackDown than see Raw and SmackDown have the same matches. I'd rather see that. Basically, I'd rather this is the the shit sandwich that it is. I'd rather see the same rematches once a week than see the same rematches twice a week and not have any movement in the roster. And it'll work for the first three weeks. They'll be like, hey, it's different. It's so much better. Los Lotharios are taking on, uh, not Viking Raiders, someone on Raw. They're taking on, I don't know, who's a Raw tag team? Otis and, and Gable. They're taking on America, and it looks great. Blah, da, 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 da. And everyone's excited. And then three weeks later, it's just going to go back to being the same matches over and over again, but done twice in one week. Fair. Here's Cannot my opinion. Throw the titles that with the WWE logo in the garbage. Pull out some of the old ones and then let's just rebuild. All right, fine. Uh, so going back to the Cody stuff, I talked about Money in the Bank. Now, 
Vince is going to be on the Pat McAfee show this week. And then news came out. I don't know if you saw this. There's talk of doing Vince versus Pat McAfee with with this interview becoming the catalyst. Yeah, obviously they're going to get. I did see. I didn't see. I saw Vince might wrestle Pat McAfee. That's all I saw. Just the headline. Didn't click on it because I don't care. Uh, and then I was like, oh, he's going to. He's on Pat McAfee's show. They're going to get into a fight on the air. So this is our super Obvious, chat. Like... So far, our first super chat came from JJ earlier in the show. It says, this is how Cody redebuts as a special guest referee for Vince versus Pat McAfee, taking a page from WCW with Bret Hart at Starcade 97. I don't think they want to do that. I don't think they want to go too far down the WCW route. I I don't mind the idea of Cody being involved in this, but I don't think Cody is special guest referee. It's the way to go. No, no, absolutely. I think the idea is Cody is a wrestler. So bring him in as a wrestler. I maybe don't have Cody involved in this. <laughs> I don't see I don't and I, I don't know, maybe I just don't really I don't know what that is, the Starcade thing. Uh why would Cody be involved with these two? <laughs> like, uh because what, Cody what? is clearly Vince's favorite son. <laughs> okay. Did you get did you get the polka dots I sent you? Sorry. Oh my God. Sorry. Like, okay, so want to point out one thing. In all of the the ads for this, they're using a photo of Vince from like 20 years ago. Yes. <laughs> like they, what they, the hell? It's not 20 years ago. It's it's from I think it's from like 2015. It's a render that I use sometimes. Okay. I gotta find Either way, it's, this, it's this one. He, on. he don't look like that no more. <laughs> it's this one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's looked like that forever. Hey Vince, how you doing? Hey, hey bud. Hey, you uh you, you excited for your interview? How you doing? Anyway, so that's that's the Vince that uh, that they're using most of the time. Yeah, he doesn't look like that. Uh, uh, not going to be a good match if there's a match at all. <laughs> I mean, I think he's still quite jacked. I just don't think he's not nearly as jacked as he used to be. That being said, I think they're just going to put a representative in there. And so the Cody thing. Okay, sorry, I had to think about this for a second. The reason why the Cody thing works and why I came up is because. Pat on his show the other day had said something about like, ah, I guess he's coming in. And then he kind of like talked shit about Cody for a minute and was like, ah, I got, you know, maybe he's coming. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Da, 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 da. And it's kind of like, I think the Pat and Cody thing, there's some, there's some relevance there, but I don't know how you put everything yeah, together. <laughs> how do you do it? Do you have Cody come in? It's no, 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 it's not Cody. Vince is just like, and wrestling for me. And then Amos comes out. Well, no. Oh, well, Amos would be interesting, but I think it's just Austin Theory. Uh, it's just oh Austin my Theory. god, that's so just... much worse and more accurate. I'm the son I never liked. I forgot or we've you... been building to this. If it's Cody versus Austin Theory, then it's got to be a squash match, and that's it. In and out, and then Cody stakes his claim the next night. That's all I got. I just, I don't think that it'll be Vince McMahon in a match or they'll tease it as Vince is in the match and then someone's going to come out and completely derail it and Vince doesn't actually fight. <sighs> WrestleMania going to suck this year again too. Eh? I don't think so. I think, I think it'll be, I think it'll be that big old show. It'll be that big old entertainment show. I think I'm over, over it. Just over I don't it. think you are. I think you're, we'll I just see. think you overthink. I think you, I think you're listening to the, to the aw sexual no i think i just don't like wwe because they can't tell even halfway to a story and then they blow it up and the wrestling is very boring because it's very safe it is very safe i like risk 
That is the point of wrestling. It is impressive because it is dangerous. And they have stripped away the danger. Cody comes out to here comes the money and he's Vince's new son. It's never acknowledged. That's <laughs> yeah, perfect. Just... That's what I need. <laughs> Cody McMahon. Yeah, they'll just call him Cody McMahon, the codester. Uh there's I don't know what else you can do. I'm excited to watch that interview on Thursday. I think it'll be fun. And I think I'm excited I... to watch the 30-second clip that will be <laughs> spread around promoting the actual important bit of the interview. Vince is going to flip out like Adam Cole did a couple of years ago on the show. Exactly. And like 100%. break some shit. You think you're better than me. And then he's going to try to flip it, but it'll be like Monty Burns trying to do something. So he'll call in Austin Theory to flip it for him. Why write new thing when old thing work? Thanks, Kevin. I love it. Yeah. Uh, finally, I want to bring this up because I think it's absolutely hilarious. On January, was the 23rd of this year on this show on our old channel? I made reference to Vince and Bruce making a character called Stu Pendis, Stuart Pendis. If you watch the Raw, sorry, but watch the SmackDown and Rampage post shows from Friday night on the main Fightful channel, Sean and Kate made reference to the fact that apparently there was a casting call put out for a child to play a character called, oh, you guess it, Stu Pendis. We called another one, Tim. I don't get it. I don't understand. It's like they discovered words for the first time. It's the word of the day calendar. That's how it works. Yeah. God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you can hate this shit. This is the best stupid shit in the world. Wrestling I just don't, is like, stupid I don't and get, I love it. I don't get what. No, but this is boring stupid. Give me trashy, sexy stupid. Not like uh, 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 stupendous. No. <laughs> Let me let me laugh at the stupidity, and that's the truth. Last year's Smack, or last year's uh, WrestleMania was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't know what I was I, like. There were good parts. It's just and the, the build builds. The builds aren't good anymore. And like even thirty five, like there's again, it's going to come down to there being a lot of good matches and a lot of meh. Yeah, that's fine. Like thing, I'm looking forward to Corbin versus Drew. Like I actually think that'll be a great match. It's just it's like the builds are all garbage. Like they can't tell a story for the life of them. Yeah, super trashy, stupid is NXT, and you love NXT. I, yeah, I do. It's great. Ricardo, thank you for the super chat saying, honestly, I hope for good things with Cody. So do I. He says, get paid, bruh, but don't complain when the booth is looking <laughs> a shit on it. I, yeah, 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 I get it. I do, I, I do secretly write for WWE. I hope I get paid accordingly. I'm going to bring every single time I was right, I'm going to make a compilation. If I, I got to start keeping timestamps and shit. And then I'll bring it to Vince and be like, Got you, pal. And he'll be like, I'll give you a dollar. They're like, can you sign the dollar? No. All right, I'll take it. Tim, where can the kids find you on the internet? You can find me at Tim Stone, P-T-I-M-B-A-S-T-O-N-E-P on Twitter. Instagram. You want to re- try to spell that again? No, I got it. All right, it's on the screen if you're watching on video. If you're watching on audio over Fightful Overbooked, you can search that on your podcast platform. Leave us a five-star review, would you? Get us a little bit closer. We drop content every single day. More fun content is coming every single day to this channel and then to our audio feed. We appreciate everyone who's been supporting us and putting us out there into the ether. I think uh, I think we're putting out some fun stuff. We don't take wrestling seriously, but when we do, it's fun. And that's all we want to do. I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Tim has had it. So have I. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. Thank you, Kai, too, for being Joel. Thank you. Appreciate you. We'll see you on the next one. Good night, everybody. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. 
The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.